Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. A local bus driver has been fired after a a young girl with special needs was left alone on the bus. Yeah, it was a stressful start to the school year for a local mother after her five-year-old daughter with special needs was left alone on a bus. The young girl was supposed to get off her bus at around 4.10 Monday afternoon. But when 20 minutes had passed and the girl was nowhere to be found, panic set in. This prompted a call to Murphy Bus Lines, as well as London Police, who both eventually found five-year-old Bianca Gallant about 90 minutes later at around 5.45. Murphy Bus Lines Vice President Rob Murphy says the driver was immediately fired. This was followed up by a reminder to all staff about procedures in place to keep kids from being left behind. While she's grateful things didn't turn out worse, the girl's mother now wants more checks in place to ensure this does not happen again. One suggestion includes what's being called a child checkmate system, a button that sits at the back of the bus, which must be pressed before a driver disembarks. If the button is not pressed, the system will trigger an alarm. While police were involved, a spokesperson says there was nothing to suggest that anything criminal had taken place. Millions of dollars are up for grabs to assist with the recovery from the pandemic. Yeah, United Way officials say roughly $3 million in federal grants are up for grabs by local charities, Indigenous governing bodies, and nonprofit agencies. The funding comes as part of the $400 million Federal Community Services Recovery Fund aimed at helping charities and nonprofits adapt and recover from the pandemic. The local share of the fund is being handled by the London Community Foundation and the United Way Elgin Middlesex which will distribute roughly $1.25 million and $1.75 million, respectively, along with the Canadian Red Cross. The application deadline is February 21st. You can find more info on our website, 980cfpl.ca. It would appear the LCBO is the victim of a cyber attack. Yeah, the LCBO says their website and mobile app are currently unavailable as a result of a cybersecurity incident. The outage began mid-afternoon yesterday. Now, in a statement on Twitter, the government agency said that in-store customer service has not been affected. The LCBO says it was investigating but did not specify if the incident was caused by a ransomware attack, an attack where a hacker takes over a company or institution's computer network, encrypts the files, and then forces it to pay before it can regain control or access to its own data. According to Checkpoint Research, cyber attacks increased in Canada by 20% last year. The firm said healthcare, finance, and government industries were the hardest hit in 2022. In 2021, Canadian companies paid more than $600 million to recover their digital assets due to ransomware attacks, according to Statistics Canada, up from $400 million in 2019. Canada has announced more assistance to help Ukraine defend itself against Russia. Yeah, Canada is buying a U.S.-made National Advanced Surface-to-Air Missile System for Ukraine for $406 million nearly a year after Russia's invasion of the country began. The decision comes as a response to intensified Russian air raids on cities, military sites, and critical infrastructure such as power stations. Defense Minister Anita Anand's office 
says the purchase will be the first Canadian donation of an air defense system to Ukraine. The move will come from the $500 million Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced last November in military aid for Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has said thanks, noting the missile system will help protect its citizens. Other countries, such as the U.S. and Germany, have also announced plans to send Ukraine such systems, while France has pledged tanks. Police are once again reminding people of the importance of being cautious when it comes to online romances. Yeah, a Norfolk County resident is out of pocket more than $200,000 after falling victim to a romance scam. The OPP says the victim was contacted, or rather, the victim contacted them on Monday and reported they had sent money to someone multiple times between November of 2021 and this month. Officers say the victim was in an online relationship with the suspect and they asked for cash to deal with emergencies. Police are reminding everyone to safeguard themselves from fraud by never sharing sharing their personal information over the phone or online. It's also uh, good to check in with a family member, trusted friend or advisor if someone asks you for money or information about yourself, your time, or to make a commitment. And we'll end with this. There's some good news for Londoners who use the Nexus program. Yeah, the Prime Minister's office is confirming that U.S. President Joe Biden will visit Canada in March. The two leaders met one-on-one in Mexico City before they were joined by their Mexican counterpart for the Three Amigos North American Leaders Summit. Biden and Trudeau say they've reached a deal on a workaround to get the Nexus Trusted Traveler program up and running again by spring. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1569, England's first state lottery was held to raise money for the construction of Harbors. In 1815, Sir John A. Macdonald's birth was registered in Glasgow, Scotland. While he was actually born the day before, on January the 10th, this is the day commonly cited to commemorate the birth of Canada's first Prime Minister. In 1908, the Grand Canyon National Monument was created by a proclamation by U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt. It became a national park in 1919. In 1913, the first sedan-type automobile, a Hudson, went on display at the New York Automobile Show. In 1922, the discovery of insulin used in the treatment of diabetes was announced in Toronto. It was, of course, discovered by a research team that included Frederick Banting. In 1935, aviator Amelia Earhart began a trip from Honolulu to Oakland, California that made her the first woman to fly solo across the Pacific Ocean. In 1947, the Canadian government lifted price controls on a wide list of goods but retained controls on food, clothing, fuel, and rent. In 1949, San Diego, California had the first snowfall in its 99-year weather history. In 1964, American Surgeon General Luther Terry issued the first U.S. government report saying smoking may be hazardous to health. In 1973, a bill to extend a ban on capital punishment for five years was introduced in the House of Commons. The first ban had been in effect from 1967 to 1972. Parliament extended the ban in 1976 and again in 1987. In 1995, a tentative deal was announced in the 103-day-old NHL players' lockout. Players ratified the contract two days later, after which Commissioner Gary Bettman announced a 48-game season that would start on January the 20th. In 1999, 44-year-old Nancy Kidd, a Toronto Dominion Bank employee, was shot dead during an armed robbery. At the bank, at a bank branch in Brampton, she was the first Canadian bank employee killed in a robbery since 1981. 
On this day in 2005, another confirmed case of mad cow disease was discovered in Canada. It was the third in just over a year. And on this day in 2020, health authorities in the central Chinese city of Wuhan reported the first death of a new type of coronavirus. It would later become known as COVID-19. Happy birthday to Sharon, who turns 59, and Alex, who turns 33, both listeners. You share a birthday with Mary J. Blige, who turns 52. Actress Amanda Peet is 51, and dancer Lindsay Arnold is 29.